0: Welcome to Joe Willow Hat Foundation Hat to Hat podcast series. In this episode, we will help you create a baseline heart profile by asking a few questions aimed at establishing your risk for heart disease. Some of the modifiable risk factors are interrelated so that changing one may positively impact another. For example, Increasing your physical activities through regular exercises reduces your risk with an added benefit of weight loss if you are overweight and burn more calories than consumed, resulting in further risk reduction. In addition, the weight loss may help reduce high cholesterol level and high blood pressure which both further reduce your heart attack risk. Therefore, simply initiating a routine exercise regimen can result in a chain reaction or cascade effect which all acting synergistically reduces your risk profile. So, I need you to get a pen and paper ready to answer the following six questions to establish your baseline heart profile please choose the category that best describes your present situation. On completion, we will then provide you, based on your answers, a qualitative and an estimated quantitative risk profile. Number one, cigarette smoking. If you've never smoked or you quit three years or more ago, write one. If you don't smoke but you live or work with a smoker, write two. If you stop smoking within three years, write three. If you smoke regularly, write four. If you smoke regularly and live or work with other smokers, write five. Number two, high blood pressure. If your systolic pressure, which is the upper number, is less than 120, write 1. If it's 120 to 139, write 2. If you don't know, write 3. If it's between 140 to 160, write 4. If it's 161 or higher, write 5. Number 3, total blood cholesterol. If it's less than 180, write 1. If it's between 180 to 199, write 2. If you don't know, write 3. If it's 200 to 239, write 4. If it's 240 or above, write 5. Number four, HDL cholesterol, which is your good cholesterol. If it's over 60, write 1. If it's 50 to 60, write 2. If you don't know, write 3. If it's between 35 and 50, write 4. And if it's less than 35, write 5. Your physical activity quotient. Category 1. If you're highly active, and for example, your job requires hard physical labor at least four hours a day, or you engage in vigorous activities such as juggling, cycling three to four times a week for at least 45 to 60 minutes. Category two, if you're moderately active, and for example, your job requires you to walk, lift, carry heavy objects, or you do moderate hard work several hours a day, or you engage in moderate activities such as brisk walking, housework, yard work, gardening during your leisure time weekly. Category three, if you are inactive and your job, for example, requires you sitting at the desk most of the day, or you engage in sedentary activities like watching TV, reading during your leisure, you seldom walk up a sweat, or can't walk fast without getting short of breath and stopping to catch your breath. So, if you're in Category 1, write 1. If you're between Category 1 and 2, write 2. If you're in Category 2, write 3. If you're mainly between Category 2 and 3, write 4. And if you're in category uh, 3, write 5. Body weight. If you're within 10 pounds of your ideal weight, write 1. If you're 10 to 12 pounds above your ideal weight, write 2. If you're 21 to 30 pounds above your ideal weight, write 3. If you're 31 to 50 pounds above, your ideal weight, right four, and if you're more than 50 pounds above, your ideal weight, right five. Now, computing your heart owner's profile. In answering these six questions, if you answered mostly one and two, your risk is low for heart attack. If you answered mostly three or some of each, you have a moderate risk, and if you answered mostly four and five, you have a high risk for a heart attack. A landmark paper published in 1961, the Framingham Study, which enrolled residents from Framingham, Massachusetts, between 1948 and 1950, and then followed them for years unequivocally established the relationship between blood cholesterol levels and lifetime risk for coronary heart disease. It also established that cholesterol buildup is present in the coronary arteries many years prior to the development of symptoms, therefore emphasizing the need to begin primary prevention even before the onset of symptoms or a heart attack. Lifetime risk of coronary heart disease disease by cholesterol levels are as follows. At age 40, your 10-year risk for heart disease with a cholesterol less than 200 for men is 3%, for women 1%. Cholesterol level between 200 to 239 for men, 5%, and for women, 2%. And for level 240 and above, 12% for men and 5% for women. If you are age 50 and your cholesterol level is less than 200, your risk is 8% for men and 2% for women. Between 200 and 239, risk is 10% for men and 4% for women. And if it's 240 and above, it's 15% for men and 8% for women. If you're age 60, your 10-year risk, if your cholesterol level is less than 200, for men, 16%, for women, 5%. Between 200 and 239, 15% for men and 8% for women. And above uh, 240, 21% for men and 11% for women. If you age 70, your 10-year risk with a cholesterol level less than 200 is 18% for men and 5% for women. Between 200 and 239, The risk for men is 22% and for women, 7%. And for level 240 and above, for men, 28% risk and for women, 13%. If you're age 80, your 10-year risk, if it's less than 200 for men is 14%, for women also 14%. Between 200 to 239, For men, 23%, and for women, 16%. And 240 and above, for men, 29%, and for women, 17%. From the above, you can see that the risk is lower for women at every age bracket and cholesterol level, with men having at least two to three times the odds for coronary heart disease compared to women. A more specific estimate of your personal 10-year risk will need an input of your age, sex, total cholesterol level, HDL cholesterol level, smoking status, and your systolic blood pressure to calculate the percentage risk. In our next podcast series, we will discuss in more details risk factors modification. For questions or more information, please email us at info at joewheelowhatfoundation.org. Thank you for listening.